are those scales? What the fuck are you? King Triton. King Triton? From Little Mermaid. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, you're Aquaman. You want me to model it off for you? Do I? Oh, my, my, my gosh. I got flippers. The best costumes are the ones that just don't fit. Why doesn't it fit? Because your belly button's showing, Jason. I don't remember King Trident's belly button showing. Oh, well, you must not remember the movie. Welcome back to New Heights, ladies and gentlemen, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by the all-new Experience Smart Money debit card. The debit card that builds credit without the debt. Love that. How about that, man? Love love it. How can you not love that? We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey. Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. And hey! uh, new episodes drop to you uh, every Wednesday during the NFL season. Subscribe Perfect. on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show with one S. Jason, tell the people what we have coming up on this spooky episode. Well, as you can see, one of us got the uh, text in the group chat that it was going to be a Halloween episode, and one of us didn't. One of us won, and one of us didn't. <laughs> I wonder who. Fucking guy. We're going to talk about our week eight games. Uh, we've got a huge announcement about the official New Heights fan club. Plus, make sure you're subscribed and stick around until the end of the show, because we're going to be looking at some of the best New Heights Halloween costumes we saw this from this past weekend. But first, as always, as always, new news, new news coming in. All righty. Before we get to this new news, um, as you guys saw on our socials, we talked about last week uh, what our favorite Halloween candies were. Well, we put out a social clip on the social mediums, and uh, you guys decided to voice your favorite candies, and uh, we thought it would be best to do a little taste test potentially in the episode and uh, figure out what is actually the new heights official Halloween candy. Let's go, dude. I'm fucking pumped for this. And the way we're going to do this is we've, we've narrowed it down to six. I might throw in two more now because Travis didn't do anything. So I might, we might have some more time, but I, we, we got, we got it down to six from your suggestions, the highest liked from the 92 percenters. Um, we're going to taste one at the start of each new segment. And at the end, we'll declare uh, what is the official New Heights Stamp of the Week Halloween candy. We're going to start it right now with the, I guess, unofficial official holiday candy. And one that obviously I cannot freaking stand. What could that be? Candy corn. Trav, what do you think? You like candy corn. I do. I have a decent, I, mean, I don't like a lot of it, but I'm, I'm messing with candy corn. Is this the candy corn of what our New Heights... 92 percenters have been recommending or are you just straight up candy corn how can i get it to focus in this one's missing a a, a little nib on the end of it yeah the white They're missing the you know white. What? i mean not bad you can't say it's terrible you can say it's like it's okay i'm not gonna say it's terrible it's good I just it's sugar it's I don't pure like sugar it. it's frosting it's pure sugar and i don't like frosting that much unless it's mixed with other things all right we're going to do it a little bit different because one of the things the 92 percenters said, Trav, is apparently a lot of people mix these with salted peanuts. That's got to be an East Coast thing. We didn't do that in the Midwest. Well, I think what people are getting that from, so I got a little bit of salted peanuts. We're okay. going to mix that right now. with some uh, candy corn. I don't know what the right ratio on this is, so I'm just going to eyeball it. Just go one for one, man. <sighs> and don't do a half. Do a Oh shit! He did like a fucking handful of each. <laughs> that, 
there's there's one thing too much candy corn it's too much it's like too much frosting you got to have the right amount how what are we thinking what are we thinking it's definitely better mixing it with the nuts for sure well sugar salted sugar like think about it you don't want to just eat regular like frosting is better on cake not as candy corn right yeah so candy corn is better when you mix it with something else i.e nuts and Peanut butter but frosting still, is peanut butter frosting is banging. I would never. Here's the thing. I would never eat this outside of tasting it. Yeah, like it, it being Halloween and it being like some type of festive treat. It's just and not that just good. a bowl there's of peanuts over out. here. A bowl of candy corn. Just say, yeah, even sure, if there was man. a bowl out and it was like a regular day, I'm not eating it. It's not. It's not. It's not that good to justify eating it. And the other thing is, all I've essentially done right there is just made trail mix. Oh, that's a good one. And I think trail mix is overrated as hell. I'm not a big trail mix guy. I don't want trail mix. If I want nuts, I'll eat nuts. If I want M&Ms, I'll eat M&Ms. I don't need to like combine raisin. I don't need my, for my psyche. I don't need to combine M&Ms with healthy things and then being like, oh, I'm being healthy. Even though I'm still eating M&Ms. I'll just eat the fucking M&Ms. All right. I don't need to make a whole trail mix, like combination structure to try and justify why. No, I'm on a hiking trail. So this is good for me. I'm. I'll just eat the nuts or I'll eat the M&M's. What do you mean? It's good sugar sugar and energy. What do you mean? Yeah, whatever. I'm out. <laughs> All right. But you you went on a freaking hike of a, you know, Mount Kilimanjaro? a century, man. Yeah, Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. What were you guys eating on Mark, Mount Shout Kilimanjaro? Shout out to Chris Long and Waterboys. All right now, Waterboy. Man, what were we eating? I took a bunch of like uh, Cliff Bars. Cliff bars? Are you fucking kidding me? That's a trail mix mushed together. That's all that is. Yeah, but it's different because it's the trail. Got, that's why this is this got, is the problem with trail mix. Ridiculous. This is the problem with trail mix. There's no quality control. When you go in, there's no guarantee you're getting the, a necessary amount of chocolate and salted things and uh, pretzels. Just make it into a bar, so and I have consistency. Proportioned out. Yeah. For you, portion you're control. Like the, you're the guy. You're the guy that goes to a nice restaurant and orders a salad, and the salad isn't like tossed or like broken I've, up. And you it, gotta fucking. Dude, use I your will knife. be I beyond furious if I get a salad that is not already mixed up and dressed. <laughs> I will, yes, I will be furious. It's part of your job, <laughs> dude. The one thing that kills me is if you get something to go, like I'll be, get a Uber Eats or something like that, or delivered yep. food. I'll get a salad, and they'll put the dressing. Like if on I get a Caesar, they'll put the dressing on the side, and I'm just like, why couldn't you just mix it in there for me? I think they do it because if it sits too long, the it messes with like the texture. Why couldn't you just make it easy on me, man? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look like an idiot trying to fucking shake this thing together and just fucking. God damn it! Yeah, it's just so, never the same um, when I do it. Fuck. I agree. It does taste differently when you have to mix in your own dressing. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it does, but it does. Because it's not pre-portioned. Fuck. There we go. Those chefs have the portion control dialed in. That's what they get I'm paid a, to do is I'm not a portion it out. Chef. <laughs> New Heights Fan Club launch. On to the first bit of new news. We have officially launched the New Heights Fan Club. Club 92. You. Yeah. If you have been looking for the most direct way to interact with us in the show, here it is. By signing up for Club 92, you'll also receive exclusive access to giveaways, discounts from our sponsors, bonus content, and uh, other awards just for the 92 percenters. There's also a draw to win free season two merch, and the first 592 percenters that sign up and submit a no dumb question will get a free six pack courtesy of our friends at Accelerator. Speaking of which, I need to get another one because I uh, have not had enough caffeine yet. 
fire it up and I'll talk to you guys about how delicious this Rocket Pop is. Man, I know you guys know about that Rocket Pop from the old school ice cream trucks. That's right. Get that thing right there. That little Rocket Pop right there. That little red, white, and blue delicious sugar. Pure sugar on the stick. You got to love that shit. Love that. And that's what I'm drinking. That's what I'm drinking. It tastes just like it. You guys should try it right now. Get a free six pack by doing exactly what Jason just said. <laughs> that's right. Go to New Heights Show with one com and click uh, join Club 92. Club 92 is free to join. There's uh, there's no paywall, no subscription, none of that extra BS. Um, trying to stay out of the swear jar with that one, intern Brandon. Um, it's just a free thing that. You know, we're doing to thank you guys for uh, for being such incredible fans of the show. 92 percenters, baby. Listen, let's be honest. The best content we get out of this show is from the 92 percenters. 100 percent. This is another way for 92, us to 92, uh, All right, make now. this show better. I'm with that. Right. Again, that's newheightsshow.com. Join Club 92 to sign up, ladies and gentlemen. Well, in other new news. We're dropping another guest episode this yes, week. We That's are. right. On Friday, featuring my teammate, former Ooh. Australian. Ooh. I guess he's still, I guess, Australian, but still now Australian. He in the U.S. NFL offensive tackle, Jordan Mailata. I don't know what he's better at, being an offensive tackle or singing. He's great at both. Uh, but either way, he will be on the show this week uh, on Friday. Golly, that guy's good. Which means we'll, our special video that we're going to do of our uh, opponents, we're going to have to do in this episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the New Heights channel on YouTube and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so that you know when the uh, guest episode is dropping, even though we just told you it's Friday. You won't want to miss our interview with Jordan. Again, make sure you're turned in. It's on Friday. Uh, right now, this Friday is going to be fun. I'll tell you what, man. Jordan's been one of the, my favorite, like, teammates of yours to get to know man down at the shore having some fun with them uh at the uh, celebrity bar crawl uh whatever you guys uh call your uh i don't even know if it has a name to be honest with is you it, yeah there you go the foundation yeah. event jason always throws yeah. at the shore with the eagles eagles autism foundation That's um right. shout out to everybody involved yeah getting to know him and see how he just takes over the energy in the room every room he goes in man that's that that's a fun dude i can't wait to chop it up with him his charisma is electric. Um, his story is electric. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows him as a former rugby player, never having played in the NFL or, or football before going to the NFL, which you got to be a pretty big freak if you're going to be drafting the NFL without ever having played the game. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I also want to talk to him about rugby. We talked about rugby a couple oh, weeks dude, ago. I'm, yeah, Rugby people have been all it. pissed off about what we said. I thought we were more than fair. No, oh, yeah. I've gotten some requests. So I would love to get Jordan's take. And – and the World, Rugby World Cup just took place. Uh, All Blacks lost to the Springboks. Jason, doing your research, okay? Yeah, hey, I, I watched the highlights. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a chance I mean, to see the whole thing. Yeah, well, let's keep the stay moving to fan mentions of the week. <laughs> Some of the funnest times we have here. First one is from Dan Band, the Dan Band. The Dan uh, Band. Your singing was clearly a hit last week, Jason. The Dan Band uh, commented, <laughs> "This was fucking solid." And uh, not in the swear. They're not in the swear jar. I am. Um, I'm handing over the band <laughs> to you now. So, Jason, you are now lead for the Dan band. This is now the Jason. Band. <laughs> it's the Jason. Band. Yeah, there's absolutely no way I can fill those shoes. I love and appreciate the support, Dan band. But um, I respectfully, yeah, not going to do that. 
<laughs> this guy has his own career. To I can't take, take off. that band down. Me? It's too good. It's too I can't good. take the yeah. Well, next up is at EJ K E U H N E. All right now, um, on Twitter, New Heights Show. I propose September second nine slash two be the ninety two percenters day. I see what they did there. We should make we should make nine two official or stick with February thirtieth. Like he wanted to make it make sense and actually have a day. And Jason, your idea was to make it a mockery of it. It's just to Correct. kind of make it a make a play so on think, it like oh we deserve yeah. a day when that day will never actually come that's great i'm still uh i'm still on board with february 30th i'm with that yeah i you know i just listen i get it september 2nd 9 2 a lot more thought put into it it can be an actual day the whole point of this was that i don't want there to be a day like it's supposed to be a joke like yeah if we make we a day he's on record for saying he will boycott the day I'll boycott that day i'll boycott center day i'll boycott offensive lineman day i'll boycott jason, jason day, day. They those days are all nonsense. As well as uh, today, uh, there is one day Halloween that's actually happening. Well, when you guys watch this, it'll have happened yesterday. Uh, but October thirty first is also National Magic Day. That's nonsense. It's Halloween. All right. Nine uh, two is World Coconut Day. International Bacon Day. Okay. Well, I do love bacon. If there's one day I might celebrate, it's Bacon Day. I'm not gonna lie. I'll get on board with Bacon Day now. <laughs> And uh, World Beard Day. That's nonsense as well. You like, what kind of bacon you eating over there, Jason? You like thick bacon? You like crispy I like bacon? Thick, if I'm like, being honest. But here's the problem. You, like, you, can't, you can't make thick bacon crispy, though. Yes, you can. If you do it right. Uh, it's not going to be mm-hmm. as crispy, but you can, get the, you can get the outside a little bit crispy. Charred up. Yeah. yeah. Bacon is such a weird food because if it's cooked like perfect, I don't know that there's anything better. <laughs> Like if, if it is the fantasy. right texture throughout mm, bacon, what was the fucking uh, the, the dog commercial? The, the, the bacon. What were those, mm, what were those treats called? Bacon. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel whenever I see bacon. But if it's not cooked right, it's terrible. If if bacon is done wrong, it's the worst food out there. Yeah, like undercooked bacon that's like floppy. Uh, oh, not floppy bacon. bacon. Are you kidding me? Not I don't want floppy bacon. bacon. Not floppy yeah. bacon. Floppy. I don't want. Um, you know, if it's burnt too much, like I don't mind a little, just a little burnt though. I, I mean, I'd rather. I'd rather if have. I a have the choice of... of burnt or flaccid bacon. I'm taking burnt bacon. Flaccid bacon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, EJ, for sending that in. Uh, we're probably gonna. Uh, you know, respectfully decline nine uh, two being New Heights Day or ninety two percenters day, um, and just keep it at February thirtieth. February thirtieth obviously doesn't exist, but there is a moment in time between February 29th on a leap year and March first, right when the clock hits midnight, that you get like a fraction of a second to celebrate. This is a lie. You do not get that. You do. It's no, you it's, it's in between. February 29th and March 1st, which there's a time period where it's not either. There's no, there's not, there is no time period. You, you go down far enough. There is a time period that it it, it gets, you know, you're in the, uh, the microverse, but that's when February 30th takes place. If you can time that up, you can celebrate. They don't. This is all false information. No, it's, it's, it's there. How about we just uh, act like we celebrated it, uh, in between then midnight on February 29th. Is a uh, new high
And moving on, uh, thank you to all the 92 percenters who sent in pictures of myself uh, and my posters at the uh, the book fairs, the school book fairs. That's uh, that's actually really cool to see. I see I'm up there with a few familiar faces that I know right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is pretty awesome. Dude, this is so cool. Like, I remember only wanting to go to book fairs to look at the posters. Yeah. And there I am. How about that? Life, life, life hits you fast. I think sometimes as a professional athlete, we lose track of these little things that as kids you interact with every day. And obviously the book fairs are a highlight of our day. 100%. One to get books, kids read your books, but also to look at the posters. Um, and it's just really cool to see um, that. I don't know. You're on. I don't know. It's just cool. I don't know. You lose track of it. It blows my mind sometimes, man. It's awesome. What posters were on your wall? Well, I mean, we talked about um, Eric Lindros. Um, yeah. Talked about having, you know, ironically, I was a Flyers fan growing up, man. I know. I was. I was a huge Flyers well, fan. You were an Eric Lindros of, fan. Because of Lindros. Because of him and Leclerc. And Moore and Leclerc yeah. and. Yep. Yeah, you and, uh, Leclerc, so was, you actually fell in love with Leclerc more than Lindros. I feel like at one point, like you well, were a big he went fan. when he went to Chicago. I think uh, did he play for? I feel like he did. It was I think it was Chris Chelios was another one. I was a big fan of. Uh, I was a Blackhawks and like uh, Flyers. I thought they had some of the coolest logos, which I still think the NHL has the coolest fucking logos um, and coolest team names. But I had somebody just uh, recently tell me. Uh, not somebody, the guy, Charlie Hall, who really is the mastermind behind the Christmas album that's launching later this week. He asked me this exact question because he met uh, the Edge, lead singer for U2, in Las Vegas. And that was the guy that was on his wall growing up. Wow. And he said it was like an iconic moment. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like, the guys around my wall were Wayne Gretzky. I had the one Wayne Gretzky in the New York Rangers jersey on the one wall. Oh, yeah, baby. And then on the other wall, I had Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in like a dueling poster. Oh, damn. I do remember that. Year was that 98 or 90? Uh, steroid era. Yeah, it was Dude, steroid watching era. Watching those going back. They did that in, but. Um, go on YouTube one day and just watch those home run derbies. Oh, my there was fucking never, goodness. Well, there was even not to home. Oh. I mean, the whole year of baseball, that was the most electric year. And you didn't have phones. So everybody would wake up to see. What uh, you know, Stuart Scott or Dude, Scott uh, Van Pelt, Scott Van Pelt, uh, uh, Rich, Rich Eisen, Eisen, like all those guys. You're waiting Dude. to see. Okay, did Mark Bucci. McGuire, Sammy Sosa hit a home run last night, and who's winning? It was Dude. that type of race, and it, it was, was like it was the best year of baseball uh, by far. Growing up, Dude, those ESPN anchors literally fueled us as kids and like gave us the love for sports, um, and did it in a fun way. Man, I I tell you what, man, I got all the. I owe I owe a lot of my love for sports to ESPN for uh and and you know how they uh, how they went about their business man but those fucking Mark Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa years man damn baseball just hasn't been the same well Trav it's pretty cool that you're on these posters and hopefully there's a kid that's not reading any books and you're his idol and <laughs> he'll be really good at football one day and it'll all pan out for him <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Shout out to all the misfits, baby. <laughs> all the little brothers. All right. Let's keep this thing moving. It's time for No Dumb Questions, but as it being a new segment, um, it is also try time to try a new piece of candy. Uh, oh, Trav, yeah, which one we got? got on this one? 
Um, let's do uh, nerds. Let's do nerds. We we're nerds, both big for nerds, but it's fans. not nerds. It's nerd uh, clusters, right? Yeah. Suggested by at Lisa West ninety ninety five. Nerds right. clusters or nerd ropes. So this is where it has like that little bit of like gummy bear in it, kind of keeping all the nerds together. Yeah. I can't get this like in Zoom. That's good enough. They got it. This thing looks like something like out of Willy Dude, Wonka. Like it kind of has so the same funny. look. You remember like the Everlasting Gobstopper? No, the Everlasting Gobstopper had like these like very colorful. Yeah, it kind of had that came, that same shape of like. Oh wow, dude, those are so good. I can this taste is it. So right much now. better than the candy corn. Dude, it's not even close. It's not even close. You were saying it like you can't stand it, like it's disgusting. Like candy corn is whatever. You know what I mean? It's solid. It's sugar. It's pure sugar. That delicious treat right there now that's a fucking piece of candy man these are dangerous i could eat this whole bag this is good all day those things are fucking bomb what do you think makes it about the nerd cluster that's so much better like we grew up with only nerds nerd clusters weren't a thing right yeah and as we yeah we got we got older nerd ropes came in which is just nerd clusters strung out the clusters are the best dude yeah those things are good it's not too much anything just enough those things they got to figure it out the nerds by themselves were always missing a certain texture to them. It was a little bit too much of that harsh. It would get that powdery like, sugar. And then it would like kind of like feel weird much. in your mouth a little bit. And like, this is like, it's all homogenized. And then you give it like five into, minutes and go into the box again. What? I'm get a little cross section here. Man, that's, that's a good piece of candy. I'm not going to lie. And I'm more of a chocolate guy. They got that shit figured out. That's good. So looks like it's in the lead right now. When we get some no dumb questions, brother. All right, it's time to answer a few not dumb questions because there's no such thing as dumb questions. Just dumb, dumb people. people. That's right. And you're looking at two of them. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. There we go. Fire up, everybody. All right. Our first no dumb question comes from at Myra Christina. That's pretty good. I would have definitely botched that. What no dumb questions? What is the difference between a jamoke and a jabroni, and can they be used interchangeably? I'm going to defer this to our resident expert and potentially like expert of the world on the differences between jamoke and jabroni and Travis Kelsey, uh, as he's the only one I really know that's still using jamoke. Yeah, um, and he's clearly oh, outside of the rock, the most prominent person still using jabroni. So if there's anybody that needs to answer this question, it's Travis Kelsey. Um, I use them interchangeably. I just okay. I feel like Jamoke is more like stupidity. Jabroni is more like you're just a fucking loser. You know what I mean? That's what I was gonna say. And I call myself. I think that both they, they they mean the same thing. <laughs> this is not me calling anybody else. I call myself a Jabroni and a Jamoke more than I call anybody else. For sure. But I think I think what you're saying is they both mean the same thing. But the context and the way they're used is usually different. Like Jamoke is usually used as either a self-deprecation or a like lighthearted way of calling somebody like stupid or, or a fool, right? Whereas jabroni is the same meaning, but you're kind of taking a dig at somebody more than Jamoke is. Like one hundred percent, it's more like a uh, offensive. Like you're trying to get at him a little bit more with Jabroni. Is that accurate? I feel like you hit it right on the head, so you didn't even need to defer that to me. Well, I've you're heard you use him a brainiac. lot, so I've kind of picked up on the yeah. context. Yeah, you're a fucking Jabroni. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At Donald Gannon, um, 6426, <laughs> no dumb questions. What is a hard count? 
I've heard commentators and people talk okay. about it, but I have no clue what it means. Okay. Um, you want to? Okay, I mean, you, you are. This is your. This is your realm. No, I'm going to yeah, defer this to be. you, dude. I've <laughs> should also be. been. I've also been outside <laughs> more than anybody. Well, it's like the I've got a lot of false stars most too. on my team right now. Just being the only one fucking moving. There's no worse feeling than a false start on everyone but the center call. Oh yeah. Well, if you're the center, then that's it's game on. <laughs> I'm excited to answer this question because I feel like there are a lot of misconceptions about hard counts, silent counts, all sorts of counts. So a hard count can be a number of things, but typically it is an, all it really means is that it is not going to be on one. All right. Okay. Explain. Every, you got to explain to people what on one is. On one is. So every, yeah. every cadence, every team in the NFL has a set cadence that they use. Um, when we were with Chip Kelly, it was a very, college uh centric uh cadence which was just set ready go and then you would run the play nfl cadences that are have been around for a long time typically go color number color number set hut yeah some sort of that so it's usually some type of set green 15 green 15 that would be on one and you snap the ball on the second set hut but that's on one yeah. Now, a hard count would be doing that, but not snapping on one and hoping to draw the offense off sides or defense off sides. So we're trying to trick them. Typically, that ranges in either numbers of two or three, which would be set hot, green 15, green 15, set hot, hot. That'd be on two. Or you have on three, set hot, green 15, green 15, set hot, hot, hot. That's on three. All of these things, I would argue, actually, when you do an on two or on three, you're not trying to draw them off sides. Usually those are just ways to keep them honest and kind of surprise them. The ones you're trying to draw off sides are usually double counts. You're either trying to draw them off sides or get them to show their hand. Show their hand, which means if they're hiding a coverage as a defense will try and do to try and, you know, just get you off your game, they'll try and disguise it in the beginning. And as you get closer to the set, hot, 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 that you actually start to move into the coverage that you're at. Well, if you catch them thinking they know your count, you can get them to show their hand. So it's literally just repeating that entire cadence that I've done now, probably too many times. Do you just again. do it do twice. It one more time. You one more time. Set hot! Green 15, green 15, set hot. <laughs> And you're looking. All right. Safety's coming down here. Hey, lucky. Lucky. All right. Set. Black 80. Black 80. Set. And then you're on the, you're on to the count. You're on to the love, race. I love, I love just the presence of feeling like you're a quarterback. And just, Dude, you're paying, looking man. at if the I defense. There's nothing there, in front of this guy other than a wall right now. And he was yeah, just my scouring for the defense. I can see the safety coming down here in a three by one. I can feel him. All right, so we got um, we got that. That's on two or three double count. Then you have quick count, which is trying to surprise the uh, defense, which would be set hot, snap the ball. Ooh, always right? get you, always get some. Or first sound, which is set. And you you do all of this to, like you said, keep the defense honest, so they're not jumping the snap. They can't just you know think about just getting to their gap. They got to think about the the snap count and you know it just gives them another variable to uh to have to work with and all of these cadences there's typically either 
rules built in or just a way you do it on whatever you team at. It's always different. Like the Green Bay Packers, if somebody jumped off sides, they would always snap the ball and run a free play, regardless of what it looked like, it seems like. Yeah, 100%. That was their thing with Aaron Rodgers. It's a little risky because if the center doesn't feel it at the right time or he's wrong, then it's not a free play. But in general, probably better to take the free play because you get a shot down the field every single time. You just get a shot. Yeah, you just get a big-time shot. You get a one-on-one matchup too. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit more of a gray area, and quarterbacks have gotten lit up sometimes. Very rare because they're supposed to blow it dead. It's a little bit more risky. Or it's you know if they jump off sides, the offensive lineman will reach out and touch the defensive player to get the free five yards or typically how you see teams handle the defense jumping in a hard count situation. And then you have silent count, which would be there are no verbals, but there are physical cues, whether from the center or guard or whoever that indicate when the ball is going to be snapped. And that happens in away games when it's too loud to hear the quarterback doing all of this cadence. And there are the same with verbal counts. There are essentially hard silent counts, which would be on two or three. There are double counts in silent. There are quick counts in silent. You get to the same things, but done more on physical gesture rather on cadence, rather than on verbal cadence. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why I deferred it to Jason. Jason, it's a round of applause. That was a great Thank job. You. That Thank might you, be Travis. the best dumb that. question you've ever fucking uh, answered. Or not not dumb question. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't give away too many things. No, you didn't sound dumb at all saying that. Yeah, and you told everybody what a lucky is. All right, well, that does it for No Dumb Questions, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go, sports bar. Well, all right, let's tee up some bold topics, 92 percenters, to wrap up week eight in the NFL, uh, starting off with both of our games, and we're going to get to our third candy. Jason, since you're the only one that was uh, genius enough, a.k.a. you have kids and <laughs> are actually doing Halloween, um, the candy number three for uh, for this topic is going to be Reese's Pumpkins, suggested Ooh. by Melissa Bridge. 5687. All right, 87. Um, what do you got, man? I Honestly, is it just a Reese's shaped like a pumpkin? Is that all it is? Yeah, so you got the little... It's like more of like a oh, singular. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, those are, I mean, they're Reese's. So I just think Reese's. these are actually better than, I'm not going to lie. I think these are better than Reese's Cups. Is it more, is it more peanut butter? Is I think there's more peanut butter in these. That's what it comes down to. It's a little thicker. It's a little bit thicker. Look at that thick bar. Thick bar. It might be the exact same. If not. I just a different it. shape. This is just a different it's shape. Thicker. That's all it is. It's got more peanut butter, I guarantee it. You get more peanut butter on a bite, but it's definitely the same amount of chocolate and peanut what butter all together. Nope. I guarantee you. Can we please get take this to the to the judges? That's you so don't seem too excited. You were no, excited about the nerd rope. Well the nerd, the nerd clusters cluster. I just That was a surprise to you. It was, because I don't have that very often. I don't know. I think I might have had those once before. I'm not a big nerd cluster guy. Reese's are like I mean, this is a combination that is so tried and true, and I've had these a million times. We were around Reese's. So that was what I was going to say. What's the first thing you think of with Reese's? Go. Ed Kelsey. Ha! Knew it! (laughs) This is why we're fucking brothers. There was probably a 10-year span of going in dad's car. Every fucking day. You could not. Every there day. There was always Reese's in the He car. never went to, he went to the gas station at the end of the street to just yep. stack up on two king size Reese's. And what Reese's. else? And what else? Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up, people. And that's an American father. And if you try and tell me any different, you're fucking sick. Road trips growing up were 
a, a standard stop every 45 minutes so that dad could <laughs> buy Reese's Cups, <laughs> Diet Pepsi, and was, I'll take a smoke break uh, on, his, on his pipe. Oh, yeah. No, I'm smoking. not smoking in the car. The kids are in the car. I'm going to just veer Pull off over. to the side of the highway here. Look like I got a flat tire, but really just be outside smoking like <laughs> out of a pipe. Shout out, shout out for quitting. That was a baller move, though. It was. It was a baller move. Man, I'm going to say it. These are better than Reese's Cups. I'm just going to say that. It's the exact same thing, not, Jason. Not You're just same. taking more Where's peanut butter of, out of the bite. That's it. No. So you just like more peanut butter. That's fair. That's In fair. my view, that's a better concoction than a Reese's Cup. All right. That's a fair That's a fair assessment. That's a fair, I like more peanut butter than I like chocolate, so I'll take that. God, that's so I like good. just a good – I like a good hint of chocolate. I also like that it's got like a Halloween-centric – it's a pumpkin. Like nerd clusters is just nerd clusters. Like this is an actual Halloween specific. Yeah, we made this thing. for this. Yeah, for this made up holiday. Yeah. Yes. Whoa, slow your roll. Well, it sounds like you're taking that over nerd clusters. Uh, Melissa Bridge, fifty six eighty seven. Appreciate you. Uh, you sending that in. I'm also just a chocolate guy, which is a little biased because I'm. I feel like I'm more sugar than than chocolate. According to Bo Allen, candy is. It can't be chocolate. Like chocolate and candy are two different categories to Bo Allen, who used to be 320 pounds. Who? What is he now? 300? He's lost a lot. I think he's like 270. What? He's lost a lot of weight. Looking good. Honey Bobo. Honey Bobo? Looking good. Dude, he was a massive. He he looked like a freaking just a big muscle. Like there's no way. Is he like. No, it it definitely wasn't all muscle. ripped? Uh, He looks good. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a good looking man now. Not right now, Bo. But yeah, he 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 firmly believed that candy had to be like the sugary stuff. Chocolate was not candy. That's chocolate. I'm 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 putting it all under saying, one umbrella, but I same. get it. I'm I get it. This is. I think if he wasn't your friend, you wouldn't say that. Like correct. You're very, would, it, I am. I've told him to his face. I disagree with this. But. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. You're wrong. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we keep going, we need to shout out our sponsor, Prize Picks. That's right, Prize Picks. Okay, it's a skill-based, real money daily fantasy sports game, and it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And with basketball season now here, you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from their specials league, a hey. league crafted specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from their different sports or leagues. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And now, for this portion of this ad read labeled Personal Experience to be read by talent outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey, because we are active NFL players and cannot participate. But you know who can? That's right. Our cute-ass intern, Brandon. Hey. Bring your cute-ass over here, Brandon. That's Come right. On, intern Brandon, how was your weekend with prize picks? Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Everybody loves to sweat out Solid. their Sunday watching a Pittsburgh running back get receptions. That's always what I had in mind for myself. What's um, uh, what's that T-shirt you got on there, intern Brandon? It's a face of a friend of mine. It's a That's face? Gonna get. It's a face. Who? <laughs> No, she's gonna freak out that I have her face on a T-shirt. That's um, cool. All right, that's yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. If you, if also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a T-shirt. I'll wear it. I have no shame. Um, <laughs> I'll do some pics, and I'm gonna get out of here. All right, All right now. All right, guys. Now that's just us. Very quickly running through the pics. 
I'm putting my faith back in Travis Kelsey. I don't think anybody keeps Travis Kelsey out of the end zone two weeks in a row. I also kind of want to start looking at defenses. So I'm going to take something I really like. They have Aaron Donald for a quarter sack. I think he's good for it against the Packers. So I'm going to toss it right back to Jason and Travis and get out of here. Fellas. Alrighty, uh, hopefully our intern uh, did right by you guys. And if you want to get into Daily's Fantasy this season, go to prizepicks.com slash new heights and use the code new heights for the first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash new heights, code new heights for daily fantasy sports made easy. Shout out to another one of our sponsors, and that's State Farm. That's right. right. State Farm helps you score an affordable price when you bundle home and auto insurance with the personal price plan. Okay, now the personal price plan lets you call the place so you can choose the home and auto insurance coverage that fits your needs at a price you can afford. Yeah, and bundling home and auto? Well, that's a pro move and just another way to save with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts, and savings and eligibility vary by state. Let's get on to our games. Eagles! 38 commanders 31 man that was uh that was a close one it was very close it was a close one divisional games man divisional games are always no matter how far apart teams may see seem they uh they're always they're always a battle man and initial thoughts uh from your second game against the commanders what do you got yeah i mean again down to the wire uh they were beating us for a large majority of the game i think the whole first half yeah, every time I looked at the score, you guys were losing, and I was like, oh, no. They, they got up on us quick, and, you know, I don't – Sam Howell, man, when he's on, it, it was impressive. It was, like, methodical. He can sling it, man. He can sling it. The fighting be enemies, man. Yeah, but it was, like, typically – and, I like, when you're playing quarterbacks that aren't, like, well-known, if you make them drive the field and do, like, short dink-dunk passes, that's hard to continually do. Not for Sam Howell. He was – very on point. He was executing it. He was taking some shots occasionally, but a lot of it was just, you know, it felt like it was death by a thousand slants. Like, I'm like, Jesus, can we, what are we doing here? Can we get into something for a slant? But I'm sure it's a lot easier said than done. I don't know. 1,000%. Yeah. All I do know is that Sam Howell has played two really good games against us. The commanders have played two really good games offensively against us. I asked Eric B. Enemy after the game, I'm like, yo, brother, what are you, uh, <laughs> What are you seeing, EB? Like, how do we stop this? Like, what uh, what are you doing to us? But they've they've kind of had our number, and this is the way divisional games are. You know, our defense goes out last week, shuts out the most explosive, high powered offense in the NFL, essentially outside of ten points, and then the Commanders, you know, next week uh, come out here and they give us another hard fought game. I mean. You know, the division games, they know you that much more. They're they're always harder, regardless of how the teams are doing in the season. You know, they have a great defensive line. They have great players across the board. And they obviously are usually a little bit more hungry, uh, or both teams are, to get an in-division win. And, um, you know, I'm happy with the way we fought. We started out down, had two big turnovers in the red zone that we're going to get to in a little bit. Um, I mean, you turn the ball over inside the five-yard line twice – um, it's going to be hard to overcome that. And yeah, so, you know, I think, again, we got to get the turnover stuff cleaned up. We're harping on it. 
We're starting to do a lot better in the red zone, uh, which is good. Uh, now this, this last glaring thing, which is the turnovers, if we can fix that, I think, um, you know, we'll be putting ourselves in a lot of really good positions. Yeah. Well, you guys went down 14 to three at, the, at that f- point. Why don't you give everybody a glimpse of what you guys are doing on the sideline? Like, is it a panic? Well, it's, it's ironic. You try not to, you try not to, but yeah, is I there mean, like a listen, sense of urgency know, or is everybody is. lock in a little more? Or? When, when you're, when you are down two scores, everyone is like, okay, we got to stop fucking around. You better tighten like, it's up. Ti- yeah. It's time to get going. You know what I mean? Like we can't afford to, and you're not like, not thinking that way when it's not 14-3, but it, it changes for sure. But I think that the 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 difference between good teams or teams that um, overcome these things is, you know, we've overcome these deficits a lot. So it's not a sense of panic. It's a sense of urgency. And, like, we know that we can do it. We just got to go out there and start executing as opposed to, oh, I don't know how we're going to do this, which I think some teams do have that thought when – um, when they haven't done that. And ironically, the whole message from Nick Sirianni this week was like, was belief, right? You know, believe in yourself, believe in the team. Like Nick always has a certain thing that he's going to for the week to try and motivate the team. I don't know, it's just funny that, you know, the one thing he's harping on all week ends up, hey, we're faced with this firsthand in a game where like, hey, it's 14-3, but we still need to believe that we can overcome this and win and believe that the offense can get things figured out, believe that the defense is going to start going out there and getting stops. And, um, you know, we kind of got tested with it the the week that he was really bringing it all up. So, um, you know, I think that it's it's ironic that both of those things are coincidental, whatever one is right, um, that it kind of happened within that same week. But either way. Yeah, well, the Eagles offense uh, put up season high, 38 points. Offense dominates um, outside of those two turnovers you were just talking about. Jalen played his best game so far, uh, so to speak, Uh, 319 yards passing, um, the high in completions, passing yards, and passing touchdowns with four, and a passer rating of uh, 135.7 if anybody's uh, into that kind of shit. I feel like we should know how passer ratings are figured out, but I have no idea. I don't give a fuck. I could look at the completions, the yards, touchdowns, and be like, yeah, that's a good quarterback. (laughs) I don't need a number to tell me his rating. Jalen Hurts targeted A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Uh, He was 15 for 15. That man is uh, just pulling up as soon as he gets in the gym, dog. Just just shooting from half court. It, I mean, those guys right now are absolutely balling. They both uh, combined had 229 uh, yards of the 319 Jalen Hurts uh, threw for and three touchdowns. So uh, Devontae Smith had 99 yards, one tutty. And after declaring it A.J. Brown Day last week, um, it actually worked. How about that? Yeah, no, he's um he now holds the record for the most consecutive games with 125 plus receiving yards in NFL history, passing Megatron Calvin Johnson, which is every bit it's of a insane. LeBron stat. But yeah, it but is I mean, and insa- it's the one of the LeBron stats that actually means something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's uh it's pretty it's pretty crazy. He finishes with eight receptions for 130 yards and two tutties. Um, do you still get surprised by these performances at all? No, it's it's getting to the point that you almost expect it. Like, if it's not 130 yards. How the fuck did you guys get A.J. Brown? Talk to Howie and Vrabel. I don't know. I don't. I, I have no idea how that went down, uh, but I'm sure happy that it did because, I mean, dude, it's been insane. And he, he didn't just get 
Like no, this stretch is legendary, but he's no. But I'm just saying, like this past game, he didn't just get the record catching like wide open crossers, right? Like he got it, mossing a guy jumping one handed behind him. Like it's insane. Like it's like yeah, man it, amongst boys. It's so insane, and you saw it live, and you got so excited that yeah, you I'm, went I'm over. Gonna, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. what he just did. I'm gonna just did. and <laughs> I think it was pretty much spot on. I think I nailed it. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Instead of instead of Megatron, is he Mega John? Like Philly John? Mega John. Oh, that's a good one, Trav. I like that. Mega John, yeah. Shout out to intern Brandon. Uh, can we talk? <laughs> can we talk about this leap though? Like, have you ever in your life gone up for like a 50-50 pass? Like, even on the playground. Well, yeah, I feel I've like caught... I've never seen you play playground football. So, well, when I played receiver in uh, freshman football, uh, and also when I played receiver. In high school, for like a couple minutes, I did actually moss. There's a clip out there of me mossing somebody one-handed. There's the no first two-point conversion. There's I'm not no making way. this up. Oh, all right, this is two-yard pass. Talk to Was Coach it a fade? About that. Huh? Was it a fade? Was it a, a fade? fade in the end zone? Shut up! I'm not making this up. It was a two-point conversion. Dude, you are it was a so great catch. making this up. Listen, it was high school. Well, I enjoyed seeing you do that. That was funny as fuck. <laughs> might might have been catch of the year, um, and not yours. Yeah, I think Mega we know Jones. which one you're talking about. Mega Jones. <laughs> Julio Jones got his first touchdown as an Eagle. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Baby. I saw number eighty score, and I'm like, who the fuck is number eighty? And they're like Julio Jones, and I was like, oh shit. Do you see the speed at which every single player ran into the end zone to celebrate that touchdown? They were hype, man. Dude, you must be doing something right. He's a good dude, man. I love that for you guys, man. He's one of those guys immediately when he gets in the building that you're just happy that he's in the building. You're happy that he's with your team. He's been around a long time. He's a great player. He's a great teammate, and he's got a great personality. So It's a hell of a legacy to have right there, man. Yeah. Everybody was excited when he made that catch and a little bit pissed off because he kind of got uh, – it was a debatable shot to the head, I think, uh, but ended up being a no call. They picked the flag up. Either way, didn't face him. Got right back up and had a smile on his face. So um, I think we were all really happy that Julio got in the end zone. There's no question about it. Shout out to Julio. Shout out to 08 high school class. Uh, Stop the shove. Stop in the shove, man. The brotherly shove uh, sees its first uh, defeat. Fuck! You guys put up 38 points of five tutties, but there was one hiccup. The brotherly shove finally got stopped. Not only was it stopped, it was a turnover. On the one-yard You want to talk about it? You, like just, we you, you know, I think um, the exchange is an underrated part. We actually talked about this, I think, last week maybe or a couple weeks ago on the quarterback sneak. There's a lot of movement while the ball is being snapped by the line. And in this case, with people pushing behind you as well. So I think um, he just never really had the ball clean. And I think that, you know, we got to make sure that we're uh, – securing the, the football that's it i mean i think between me jalen and all the movement that's happening uh we got to get that ironed out so um frustrating because i think we probably score if we do get the handoff there because we got a ton of push um on where we were trying to execute it yeah can't go anywhere without the football that's for dang sure so yeah that's the that especially with how much success you guys have been having to have that outcome let alone just a stop that's uh that's a dagger early on in the game, man. Yeah, and I also feel bad. Like, I think that fumble gets labeled on Jalen. And, like, when it's, like, a snap, like, procedural thing, I don't think that that's fair to put that on one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's not like he got stripped of the ball. He just never got the ball. Think of it this way. You know, somebody finally stopped it. So now everybody can stop bitching and moaning about how the fucking shove is just so unfortunate, so unfair. Well, who stopped it? Yourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> it turns out the best way to stop the brotherly shove is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the only way. Wear gloves that look like the left guard. Oh, and- <laughs> how about that? Offsides, like there's only certain things. That only so many things you can do. Yeah. Well, you guys have officially done all of them. No shot taken. No shot taken. No shot taken. Hey, I'm sorry. And there was another big moment at the brotherly shove in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't just that fumble. It was the uh, the fourth quarter. And um, as Baby Y would say, you guys are sneaky. <laughs> you guys are real sneaky. You guys uh, fake the brotherly shove with an end around and. Uh, basically uh walk into the end zone i mean i was waiting for that one that one's the one that, yeah. that you know what i mean you gotta you gotta keep it honest you know and uh and sure enough you guys picked it at the right moment late in the game with 150 left and uh secured the w with that one as uh my dog swift got real swift on that one the commanders did score a td after that though and the eagles were uh then in a possession of needing to recover an onside kick yeah it was one of those where you know, I don't know if we were in, uh, oh my gosh, I forget what we call it, but essentially like, hey, Four after the first or, down, you know. Yeah, first down's cause, game. Because the first down would have been game over if we don't score a touchdown. I mean, when you're already up seven points, going up 14, hey, that's a hard one not to just go and punch it in. <laughs> like, it's different when I think you're, it's within one score still, right? But once it gets to like two scores, it's like, all right, it's harder to kind of pull three. the trigger. Yeah. yeah. There's it's yeah, but at the same Especially time, so what Jason's touchdowns. talking about is there there's a there's a mode that we go in as an offense that we don't necessarily want to score a touchdown. We want to end the game with the ball and not give the other team the opportunity to score a touchdown and then get a crazy onside kick and get another possession to where you know what I mean, if we can control not even giving them the football that late in the game, uh we'd rather put it on us than to trust, you know, the football gods and put it in their hands. I think it was uh, McKinnon did it in the Super Bowl. Yes, 100%. Like, that's exactly what he did at the end of the game. And listen, we would have far preferred him score a touchdown and give us the ball back to potentially go down and win the game. Yeah, because that gives you more of a chance. Yeah, 100%. The Jets actually didn't do that against you guys and gave you guys an opportunity late in the game. Uh, And we were in the the opposite on defense where it's let them score. Let them score. Yeah. Yeah. And the Jets decided to walk it in. I wonder if the commanders were in – do you think that they were in let it score? Probably not third and one. I mean, if I'm knowing Eric Bieniemy, third and one, they're probably like, hey, defend the first down. But if he gets the first down, it's probably, if you're smart, let him score. Yeah. Because if you sense. don't let him score, then the game's over. Forgot it was third down. LeBron's stat of the game, Jalen Hurts has 10,000 passing yards and 2,000. 178 rushing yards um, in his career and joins Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson as the only players in NFL history with at least 10,000 passing, 2,000 rushing uh, in their first four career start seasons. So how about that? It's good LeBron stat. And that is as LeBron, LeBron as stat as we could ever. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jalen, though. He's playing, his, he's playing great football, man. And if you're ever in a LeBron stat, I mean, you're in – you're getting compared to LeBron. So, yeah, it's good territory. Up next for Philly, man, since we're dropping the guest episode Friday, let's uh, let's hit the Eagles' next opponent. 
Uh, oh, you nice. guys Turn got now. the Dallas okay. Cowboys staying in the division, man. Headed to the we do. the Cowboys are headed to the link. Early thoughts on the game? You you guys already played the Cowboys once or not yet? Not yet. No, have not played them yet. Um, and I mean, dude, the Cowboys outside of the 49ers game have been pretty much the hottest team in football. Like they are. They've been playing some good ball, man. Dak Prescott is playing uh, great. Which when the quarterback's playing well, typically means the offense is functioning pretty well. Yeah. They got great players. They have a great defense. Their defensive line is star-studded. Obviously, everybody knows Michael Parsons and uh, and and uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, uh, Osa is having a big year. One of their D tackles. It's going to be a hard game. We're at home. Yeah. Which uh, obviously looking forward to getting it, getting it going at the link. This is a big game for us. It's a big game for them, and uh, it's going to feel that way for darn sure. Hell yeah. NFC East showdown, baby. Um, Cowboys have been playing great football. Micah Parsons encouraged the Cowboys fans to take over the link, um, which is impossible. Um, I don't think anybody can can take over the link. It's uh, it's pretty packed with uh, Eagles out there. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's going to be Cowboys fans in attendance. They still get a certain amount of the tickets to, to, to come to the game. But yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to be pretty green in the building if I am a betting man. Yeah. Which Odds of that not, happening, but... 0%. <laughs> Unless, uh, Unless, like, a, 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 what's a, yeah, unless there's like some like contagion or something that magically makes every Philadelphian sick in the city of yeah. Philadelphia. Probably not. Happening. I'll tell you what, though, there, are, there is that one feeling of if they were to win all the Eagles fans leaving and the Cowboys fans still being in there cheering and chanting and doing all that hoopra like that would be that would be the only chance so it's not zero gosh i didn't even think about that yeah well that's different Retrace though that's not that. taking it over that's like staying well but yeah okay. um, call it what you want i get what you're saying either way no. um let's hope that neither of those happen and um yeah. yeah well you're in for a good one brother i can't wait to see that one our next partner is ag1 Ooh. that's right if you're a long-time listener you know i've been drinking ag1 for over a year now. damn well i definitely knew that but i want to know why ag1 has become such an important part of your routine jason that's what i do now. glad you asked travis ag1 is the supplement i trust because whether i'm in season or in training it provides the daily nutritional support i need and fills in any gaps in my diet when i'm operating at my best since 2010, AG1 has led the future of uh, foundational nutrition, uh, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. AG1 is a nutritional powerhouse. Just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And when people ask me if there's one supplement they should take, my answer is undoubtedly AG1. As professional athletes, we have high nutritional demands. Luckily, AG1 supports physical and mental recovery, so we're ready week in, week out. That's right. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash new heights. That's drinkag1.com slash new heights. Check it out. All right. I'm not sure if you're aware, Trav, but it's football season. And you know what I love doing during football season? Being a football player. You love playing center for the That's Philadelphia true. Eagles. Everybody knows this, Jason. Well, 
Yep, that's true. That's true. But when I'm not playing, there's nothing I love more than hanging out on my couch and watching Chiefs and Bearcats games while drinking beer and eating some Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> All right, now. That sounds like a quality evening right there, doggone. Yeah. It's always fun to go to B-dubs to watch the game, but uh, when you're watching from home, you can still get B-dubs. Make it so and, uh, easy. And any of their 26 sauces and seasonings for takeout or delivery. You heard the man. You get the uh, B-dubs wings. From the comfort of your own couch. So whether you're watching football at home or heading to a buddy's house to catch the game, B-Dubs has got you covered. Order wings for takeout or delivery at buffalowildwings.com. Delivery subject to availability. Fees apply. Please drink responsibly. This one is your fourth candy, which is Kit Kat. As we move on to my game, uh, this will probably be the... I do love candy. Only fun thing to talk about yeah. uh, is the candy at the top of this topic. Suggested by Starkeast, um, Kit Kats. Give me a break. I think it has a better jingle than a taste, but Dude. it's whatever. Who doesn't like chocolate wafers? Ah, that's a good candy. Yeah. Do you remember when mom used to bring home the actual like wafer with like the the frosting inside? What was your favorite one? There was it was like Neapolitan. It was like chocolate yeah. vanilla. Yeah. What and was the that? strawberry ones? I don't even remember what it was oh, called, but it was good. I think they were just called wafers or some shit. Either way, Kit Kats are a classic. You can't go wrong with them. Are I'm not going to lie. Fan I love favorites. Kit, Kats. Kit Kat is probably my go-to vending machine candy. If I'm getting candy, I see Kit Kat, I'm probably going Kit Kat. But it's going to be hard-pressed to say that's better than that Reese's Pumpkin. It's just a little bit more decadent. Like Kit Kat is a little bit more like a... It's a wafer with chocolate, so it's... It's got a nice crunch to it. Yeah, but lie. it's got a little bit of a crunch. lighter feeling. The the Reese's yeah, as pumpkin rich. is is a decadent treat. Well, you just said it. You're taking the Reese's pumpkin over that. So shout out to Starkeast and right. all the ninety two percenters that thought that was uh, that was on the board. All right, Trev, we got to do it. We got to talk about it. Yeah, Broncos uh, twenty four, Chiefs nine. Fuck, that's embarrassing, man. What are your initial thoughts? What do you want to talk about? I'll let you just talk. Felt awkward during the game, like we couldn't get anything going. Um, you're, you're talking about that sense of urgency on the sideline. It didn't feel like we had too much of that. And when we finally had that sense of urgency, turn the ball over and get it ripped right out of our hearts. Our defense is playing their tail off, man. And for us to keep turning it over, putting them in bad positions and them saving our tail, it's uh, it's getting real one-sided. And um, I don't think I've been in a situation where we've stalled this much like as an offense throughout the year and definitely at this point in the season. Um, we got a lot of guys that usually figure out how to get this thing going. Um, and you know what? It's uh, it's just frustrating, man. Not putting up touchdowns uh, week after week after week is – it's getting old. It's getting old to watch. I know it, Chiefs Kingdom. I know it is. It's not like what we've been in the past and we got the best – in my mind, the best offensive mind in the game. We got the best quarterback, so this is um, – it's unacceptable, and we all feel that way. So don't think that we're not in this thing uh, feeling the urgency. Um, we just got to go out there and freaking do it. And, um, you know, it's uh, it starts with not killing ourselves, man. I mean, just daggers, just guys running the wrong routes, guys, not, guys running the wrong routes, guys not making blocks. Guys dropping the football, um, it's it's frustrating and uh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge at this point in the career. Or not not I'm not only speaking for myself, but it's a challenge at this point in the season 
to get this thing right right now before it gets out of control and it gets really bad. One of the things we wanted to do this week was attack. Um, as an offense, feel like we're on the attack. Like, don't go in there trying to feel the game out. Just be on the attack. And um, I think uh, rewatching that film, uh, Denver just had a lot more energy. You know, I think uh, they looked at that 0-15 the last time, 15 times we played them, and um, and went into that game a little bit more hungry, man. And that's uh, making me sick to my stomach to feel um, or even say. But I think we gotta um, we gotta have a gut check, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And um, and that's what we're doing. We're uh, we're just talking about it today. Um, everybody's looking each other in the eyes, trying to figure it out and trying to make sure that that we do this thing the right way, man. And um, just uh, not uh, not necessarily burn the ships and everything like that, but definitely circle the wagons, man. And uh, keep this thing tight knit. Every single time we're in that building, keep getting better because uh, that's and it's that it was a pretty embarrassing game. And um, at least for myself speaking. Um, my coaches and my teammates don't deserve that out of me for sure. Well, um, I expect nothing less than ownership from, from your Trav. And um, I think uh, you might be being a little bit hard on yourself, but that's the way you got to be in this league to make corrections. We talked about it last week. Divisional games are hard. Being on the road is hard, especially when that on the road is mile high. Um, you know, one of the most notable uh, home field advantages in the NFL. And even though you guys had won the previous 15 or 16 times in a row, um, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. And this one wasn't. They, Their defense did a great job. You guys handed them a lot with the turnovers. You went down early and just were never able to recover, unfortunately, even though it was yeah. a one-score game for the vast majority the of it. The whole fucking game, man. Our defense is saving us right now and giving us a chance. What did the Broncos' defense do in particular that caused you guys – like, I know Pat was sick before the game and it had been reported that he had the flu or something like that. Do you think that um, that was that serious? Did you expect him to play? I expected him to play. That guy, he'll play through everything. He doesn't care. He's one of those guys that he just likes to play this game and he's he's the most accountable guy on the team. So, Is there anything they were doing in particular that you guys feel like, you know, you really just – should have done better against, or is this mostly intrinsically just, hey, we just got to fix what we got to do? I'll always give credit. Um, you know, we didn't score a t- single touchdown. So they were definitely doing things that uh, that slowed us down or made us tick our feet. But I think that um, when you watch the film, everything's correctable on our side. It's uh, it's not that we don't have the guys or we don't have the scheme. Um, the right plays are being called, um, and guys just have to execute. That's what's frustrating, man. That's what's frustrating is that we're not executing and we uh, we hold ourselves at a standard, man. Well, the Broncos defense finished with three sacks, two INTs, two fumble recoveries. And as you said, did not give up a single touchdown. And as you've also mentioned, there was a bright spot on the day for the Chiefs, which is their defense continues to be stifling. They finished the game with six sacks, a fumble recovery. George Karloftis notably forced a big fumble uh, before the end of the first half. Justin Reed, man, you want to talk about getting a good jump. He blocked that 38-yard field goal. Dude, it was so electric. Bow! So electric. And then we get the freaking momentum in, man. Yeah. See, it's plays like that where you got to just feed off of that as a yeah, group, Yeah, you got to keep the momentum uh, going. I put that on... I put that on me as a leader, man, to keep this thing rolling after a huge play like that, man. That was, I mean, Jay Reed's been playing his ass off as a, as a safety, one of the best safeties in the league right now, man. And you get one of your playmakers to make a huge play like that, keep it a one-score game. You talked about this as well, the turnover battle. Uh, Chiefs finished the game with five turnovers. 
three in the first half. And uh, I mean, I wonder if there's, I wonder what the most amount of turnovers a team has still won a game with. Because five is probably out. Like, has there ever been a team that's turned the ball over five times and won a game? I'm sure there has, man. It's football, man. The Los Angeles Rams and the Chicago Bears are tied for the most turnovers in a win with nine turnovers. God. Oh my fucking damn. God. Boy, were Could we. Could you off. imagine that? That's Dude, unbelievable. Punch um, me in the face. Get me <laughs> out of here. Are you kidding me? That's like you only get like fucking 10 possessions. Like, yeah, yeah, like what the fuck? That's amazing. Yeah, scored like, a lot well, of defense touchdowns. Things don't look so bad now. You know? <laughs> we only had five. Oh, um, we fucking lost. God. Sorry. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think was the key to that? I mean, how many? So I only saw about half the game because I was on the bus. I saw Mikol's, uh punt drop. That was unfortunate. What did? What were the other turnovers? I don't even know. There was a late interception, which was like a fourth and fucking 30. Yeah, I remember. Pat Actually, I saw just that threw one. up to give it a chance. Yeah, he was giving um, it a chance. Yeah, it's just you know, uh, it's all correctable. You know, I think uh, just keeping more focus on, you know, what's the prize, and that's the fucking football, and making sure that at the least we keep it in our possession, um, field to play field position to get three points instead of just handing them the football. Um, that all these things, you know, whether it's early. Um, a key moment, like all that is, it's, it's just, you have to lock in no matter how big the moment gets on taking care of the football, man. Listen, you're pretty much saying the same thing. Coach Reed said in his post game press conference, five turnovers. Um, I think that's the obvious problem. We handed them 17 points, 17 points. We gave them really off of turnovers and great field position, similar to what you're doing right now. Big red. I take full responsibility for it. I saw things this afternoon I haven't seen from the guys. Uh, that's my responsibility to make sure they're right. We weren't right today. Another guy taking accountability, McCall Hardman, after the game, um, tweeted, I lost us the game. Got to be better. That's on me. So, I don't know. As somebody from the outside looking at it, that's what you want to see. You want to see everybody taking accountability on their stuff. You have to, man. You have to. That's the mark of a good team and it's a locker room that's in a good spot. So fully anticipate you guys uh, getting this stuff corrected. Well, it's never one play. Um, it's always an accumulative of everything. No so, McCole, I love you for saying that. It can't, it, But it's on us. It ain't on, it ain't on just you, man. Any final thoughts? You know, I was I was thinking about this going into the building today, and yeah, it was a it was a sour building. It was not a lot of high energy. Guys were they weren't they weren't excited about the performance we just had and knew that you know we were gonna get a good old talking to, uh, watching this film. I still felt the determination to get better. I still felt the the high energy. The, I felt the sense of urgency already just in the Tuesday to find ways to be more accountable and. You're you're gonna have growing pains. You're gonna have um, moments throughout the season that challenge you. And like your boy Rocky said, it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how you can get up and do it. Right? It's about how, how you hard react you can to all these. Get hit and keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Same. all that good shit. <laughs> Looking back at all the years that we've had, um, there there's always been a moment where things get real challenging, or the things that you've been harping on finally catch up to you and you you either fix them or you don't and uh i think this is one of those moments throughout the year where um 
you know, we're going into a huge game next week uh, against the Dolphins in Germany. A lot of commotion, a lot of extra added kind of Super Bowl like uh, media and um, to focus in on the job at hand is going to be so fucking critical, man. And um, this is uh, this is a point in the season that's either, uh, you know, going to make us feel uh, and, and be the team that we think we are or uh, or it's uh, it's going to get even tougher um, because right now we're tied in the conference with uh, a six and two record for the number one spot. Um, and we got a tough division opponents. Uh, we still got the Raiders twice and uh, the Chargers one more time. So it's um it's just that point in the season or that point in uh in this team's season that we got to get this thing fixed right now. Yeah. And it's, and it's enough talking about it. Like my guy, uh, coach Nagy says, well, before we move on from this game, let's get to the LeBron stat of the game, uh, which maybe is not the game that you wanted to set a record in or feel that you played well enough to set a record in, I guess. But Travis Kelsey now has 100 consecutive games with at least three plus receptions, the longest streak by any player in NFL history. It's 64 games longer than the next closest tight end. You're you're an N64 above the next uh, closest tight end. That's pretty crazy. Take your take your stat, LeBron. Um, you <laughs> just talked LeBron, about it. Man. I know you guys are down right now, but one of the beautiful things about football, you get to line up and do it again this week, and boy, do you. You are heading to Germany uh, to face the Dolphins in Frankfurt. Um, man, are you excited for this? Are you excited for this trip? I've been excited for it. Right now isn't the time to ask me if I'm excited All right, for it. So you're excited, but you're a little bit down right from now. Last week. But yeah, you're I'm excited. excited to we get keep it. This okay. Train rolling, man. Well, when do you guys leave? We leave Thursday. Thursday. Leave Thursday. All right. Fly overnight. Get there Friday. Get a good practice in. Get acclimated to the uh, the German time zone area and everything. There's always that. You're always going to juggle. You know, we were talking about this earlier. You're always going to juggle, you know, when do you go out there? When do you, you know, do you let the guys get a whole week of getting acclimated or do you kind of like just surprise it on guys on your body and try to like not necessarily get acclimated, just go out there and just play a game? Yeah. I'm a guy, I really don't feel jet lag that much. I am also a guy where if you wake me up at one in the morning or two in the morning from a good, good fucking deep sleep, I will fucking play you right now, wherever. I don't give a damn what time it is. I don't care if I'm if I haven't slept in three days. I'd love this fucking game. I love going out there and balling. And I could care less if we got there Sunday morning, got there five days ahead of time. I just want to go out there and get a fucking win, man. Well, you guys are two and zero in international games, having beat uh, the Lions in London in 2015, which I was lucky enough to go to, which was fun. Not right now. Then you beat Mexico uh, or the Chargers in Mexico City in 2019. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's clearly, Big Red has a good recipe going on for international games. I can't wait to watch this one. I hope you get a chance to experience Germany a little bit. But as you guys are right now, I'm sure it's it's nothing but business this trip. I'll do that some other time, man. As far as the actual game goes, uh, one of the biggest uh, headlines in this trade deadline uh couple weeks we've had here is that Jalen Ramsey has made his Dolphins debut last week um, from his return from injury and he immediately got a pick in his first game back 
You've played against Jalen in the past. How big of an addition is it when he is healthy in this Dolphin secondary? He's pound for pound one of the best athletes I've ever played against in my life, man. The guy's just – he's a lanky, great runner, um, can move sideways. you got good lateral movement, which if you're in press coverage, man, that's one of the hardest things to do is get a guy's edge. Yeah. And uh, he keeps you in front of you with his – he's a strong guy. So it's just – I mean, and on top of everything else, he's smart and has just great instincts for the football, man. I got all the respect for the big guy, yeah. and uh, and Happy's back playing football, man. NFL missed you, dude. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be locked in this week, and uh, and you know, no excuses. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sick of not putting up touchdowns. Well, hopefully you'll get some touchdowns and maybe a couple steins of beer after the game. Looking forward to watching this one. Pretty cool. All righty, it's time. That's right, it's time. To shout out one of our awesome sponsors, we've talked to you guys about this one before, the new Experience Smart Money debit card and digital checking account. But I'm guessing not all of the 92%ers know about some of the features uh, we like most about it. Trav, why don't you share some? Like, did you guys know uh, you can get a $50 bonus for doing direct deposit? That's pretty That's Pretty, pretty good. darn good. That's pretty darn good. When you set up direct deposit in your Experience Smart Money account, uh, you could get 50 bucks. That's easy money right there. Easy? <laughs> that might just be the easiest possible way to pocket 50 bucks. Is there anything easier? Maybe uh, finding a $50 bill in a parking lot or something? But that's rare. Uh, you can sign up for direct deposit right now and get the 50 bucks in the process. It's a win-win. That is a win-win, man. I, there's a lot of stuff I could get for $50. Like what? Uh, if I was in college, you know what I mean? Like if I was in college, I would, like 50 bucks was like a fucking million bucks to me. You know what I mean? Like I could make I could make that stretch all month. Hell yeah. That's dinner for like 10 times. That's 10, that's 10 dinners. Easy. 10 dinners? 10? Yeah. 10. Yeah. I mean, if you go, if you go dollar value menu all day, I mean, it's not, it's not a dollar anymore, but yeah, back then you could probably get 10 out of it. And fortunately for all the 92%ers who haven't already signed up, getting started with your Experience Smart Money account is fast and easy. You can get set up in minutes and use your virtual debit card right away once you fund your account. So make sure you check out the all-new Experience Smart Money debit card and digital checking account. It's a new way to help you build your credit without the debt. To get your Experience Smart Money debit card and digital checking account, go to Experian.com slash Kelsey. Experian is not a bank. Bonus requires at least $1,000 in direct deposits in 63 days of opening. Terms at Experian.com slash legal. Alrighty. If you know one thing about me, it's that on occasion there will be giant dogs. Um, and uh, you've probably been wondering just what the hell it is I feed them. And the answer is the farmer's dog. I think I knew that. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to uh, even human food safety standards. How about that? And my wife prefers they eat this over the gophers in the backyard. It's the best option for dogs at all stages of life, and that's because it's not kibble, not canned goo. It's just real healthy food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy dog food at thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. Plus, you get a free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash new heights to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. All righty. Let's get to the next topic. 
What's the next candy? What do we got? Suggested by Michelle Henry Seven. We I got. I don't think this take is right. fives. That so, was a ninety-two percenters. So take I think fives? Jets Jake might have influenced this decision a little bit. I don't I think I have the right candy. I got Reese's Take Five. Isn't there an official Take Five that's not Reese's? It's just Take Five. One thousand percent. There's one hundred percent of Take Five. It's it's in a red package. Like I can see this in my head. Let's just substitute it with something else. Should we not even do take five? Something else. No. Because th- then that. Reese's has like two submissions. Well, let's see how it differs. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. If this I'm is better now. than Reese's pumpkin, I'll put in Reese's take five. All right. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. That's really good. Ooh. Really good. Give it to us. What are we thinking? It's essentially just a Reese's with like pretzel and caramel added to it. So it's Tremix. Reese's. It's it's a take five. It's just not a Hershey product anymore. It's a Reese's product, which I, I are two completely different companies. They are. Well, I don't know. Does Hershey's own? Does Reese's own? Yeah. No, I think they're right. breeding it. Yeah. Okay. So it's still. So that is the take five. It's just not Hershey's take five. It's Reese's take five. I don't think take fives had peanut butter in them before Reese's took them over, though. I think you're wrong. I think it did have it. Oh, okay. All is right. there like a little, what is there like a little, like, uh, what is it, pretzel? Yeah. The pretzel's always been in it. That's a take five. All right. Well. It's just Reese's now. So it's a take five. I do know this. It's very good. So are we leaving this in its own category for competition? Sure. If I think if we're right, I don't know if we're doing this right, but yeah. I'm not going to lie. Whatever it is, whoever owns it. Whatever it was in the past. Currently, it's a pretty dang good treat. I'm going to defer to make a final judgment on this one, but this one is definitely going to be in contention. Okay. All right. This guy just, he's Ed right. Kelsey. He just likes fucking Reese's. Well, let's, uh, let's go to week eight roundup. Let's get to some quick thoughts about the biggest headlines from week eight. All right. Per Adam Scheffner, 12 of the 14 NFL games this week have been uh, within one score in the fourth quarter, which brings the season total to 85 of 120 games. That's 70% for all you math wizards out there. So uh, games are really fucking close in the NFL, as uh, as expected. Any given Sunday, baby, doesn't matter. As and, and as we get closer to divisional, you know, this is kind of like the heart of when you start to really play your divisions. It, uh, it sure does feel like any given Sunday out there right now for a lot of teams. Um, you got eight weeks of film to look at. Teams' identities are are pure. You know, what I mean, you know what got, what teams are trying to do uh, on the offense and defensive side in terms of scheme, um, or at least you have a tick on it, which can you know help you or hurt you. Offensively, since 2010, this is the fewest points per game in the NFL. So defenses have the upper hand uh, right now, or at least have the upper hand compared to past seasons or the last, like, what is that, like, a, like 15 seasons, 13 seasons? Um, six rookie quarterbacks have started a game this season, which is the most uh, quarterbacks to start a game, or rookie quarterbacks to start a game through eight seasons since 1970. Yeah, just alone in, the, in week eight, 49ers, Three-game losing streak. Giants finished the game with minus nine passing yards. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Four-game difference between the best and worst records in the AFC. That's, that's. I mean, that's tight. And three wild records broken. CMC, most consecutive touchdowns with 17. A.J. Brown, we talked about. Yep. And then Tyreek Hill is the fastest to 1,000 yards, man. Don't love playing that guy right now, but uh, bring it on, Cheetah. Not the only thing he's the fastest to. 
Let's talk. Let's go ahead before I move on, though. No, um, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, listen, it's it's week eight. You're in the heart of the season, man. Teams are starting to click. You're f- starting to get some front runners, some teams that are playing really well. Vikings, unfortunately, lose uh, uh, Kirk Cousins to a torn Achilles because they started to seem like they were turning a hump. Shout out to Kirk, man. The Ravens have been on fire all season. The Lions. Yeah, it's it's starting to get interesting. Um, right now, it's still at a point where everything is pretty close outside of some outliers at the bottom of it. But uh, this all could change drastically over the next nine, uh, ten weeks. Well, we got more throwback jerseys, the Titans That's and Seahawks. Dude, those things are sweet. I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie. Love the Titans. The, the Seahawks are cool. I do like that that shade of blue in the in the green mix. Both got big wins, though. Throwback unis might be the... Might be the way to go. Everybody's getting a dub in them. We've talked about this. The Titans throwback unis are awesome. I do not think that they should have the rights to those. Those should belong to the people of the wonderful city of Houston, Texas. Not right now. Oilers. Whatever. They're going to wear them. They're going to look cool. You think the Ravens would ever do a throwback jersey and wear the Browns? I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think I, I, even though it's a little bit different because Tennessee, we did get this wrong the last time we talked about this. Tennessee was the Oilers for like, two seasons or something like that. But oh, still, right. well, then, that belongs no, to Houston. Even if the Browns went to Baltimore and was the Browns for a year and then went to the Ravens, I would still be pissed off if Art Modell put the Browns uniforms back on them. Obviously, there's no longer an Oilers team either where there yeah. actually is a Browns. Like if Houston, instead of being the Texans, went with the Oilers, it'd be a completely different story. But Well, there's only one way to decide this. Sudden death? Next Titans-Texans game. They should just declare it. Whoever wins this fucking Whoever game wins? gets it. I mean, Whoever wins it gets the fucking throwback for that forever. That is electric. There's no way Tennessee's going to allow that because they're going to make a lot of money selling this Oilers throwback. Such a nice jersey, man. I know. It's a, it's a great jersey. I'm not going to – I'm not denying yeah. that. I just – sorry, Tennessee fans or Titans fans. I think that, that that's a Houston history to me, but whatever. Yeah. What are the Seahawks throwbacks? Have Seahawks even been around that long to have throwbacks? Like it yes. What? How yes. long have the Seahawks been an organization? I'm gonna say 70s. It's like the silver helmet with the like the kind of like the what is that blue? It's like the it's like the ocean blue almost. Yes, that's actually a cool helmet. I do like that helmet. I don't even know what that would be. What kind of blue is that? Seahawks originated 76. How about that? I'm, so, I'm a fucking, I'm like. Yeah, you're on. You're on it. I'm just a sports history. You are, that was one thing. Listen. Swami. For someone who, swammy. you know, we, we joke around, Side not reading books. Sports trivia. I mean. I was on it when it. I was a kid. Dude. I was on it when I was a kid, dude. You're still on I it. Was, I was fucking on it. Yeah. You ask me anybody's average, how many home runs they had, how many goals somebody had in hockey, what team anybody played for in college. I was fucking on it. Let's get some trade deadlines. Here we go. NFL trades are happening right now as we speak. Uh, trades that have come in as of late, obviously, uh, commanders and bears have agreed to trade uh, that is expected to send defensive end Montez Sweat, who we just played, to Chicago for a 2024 second-round pick for sources. Damn. Uh, the commanders in another trade are now sending the 49ers, uh, Chase Young, to San Francisco for a 2024 third-round pick. Shout-out to the Commanders for waiting one week to send all of their best D linemen other places. Thanks for that one. Um, yeah, the uh, 49ers, I mean, geez, dude, they are 
They just How keep getting another players? one. Like, what do we do? Did they get another one? Didn't they just get Gregory from they the fucking? They just got Gregory. Off? They already got yeah, Bosa. They already got Hargrave. They already got Armstead. I mean, it, it's pretty. Uh, I, it's impressive. You don't have to play those guys. Yeah, Fuck. well, we do, and it's going to be our third time playing Chase Young when we play him. Um, <laughs> nice. In another trade, the Vikings and Cardinals have agreed to trade that uh, to a trade that will send quarterback Josh Dobbs. And a seventh round pick to Minnesota. Obviously, uh, they uh, needed some uh, quarterback help with Kirk Cousins going down, unfortunately. Uh, one week after he's the stamp of the week. That's a shame. Uh, and it's for a sixth round pick per sources. More NFC East trade talk. The Seahawks are finalizing a deal to acquire Giants D lineman Leonard Williams. Holy Thank you, uh, Seahawks, even though we still play them and we'll still play Leonard Williams. Certainly happy, happy that that monster is not in our division anymore. In exchange for a 2024 second round pick and 2025 fifth round pick. He's a fucking beast. And the last one we got out here is uh, three-time Pro Bowler pass rusher Frank Clark is expected to sign a one-year deal with... The Seahawks. the Seahawks. Yeah. Yep. Back yeah. back in uh, the, where he got drafted. Yep. Yep. Back up there in Seattle where he started off wearing the 5'5". Five, five. That's right. Frank Clark, baby. One of my favorite teammates of all time. Nitty. Northeast Ohio football and Cali, too, but Northeast Ohio football. Is the trade deadline officially closed now? I think that's it. I have no idea. I, I think don't it closed know about as this shit. recording was being done. Yeah. That's it. Nice. There we go. That does it for uh, Week 8 Roundup. It does. That's it, man. And now on to New Heights Stamp of the Week. But before we get to that, let's get to our six candy. Yeah, this is the last one we have. Yeah, the last one that I don't understand how it fucking made this list. There's so much better candy than this list. Listen, I don't have the Halloween version of this, but I do have this. The standard Twizzler. I'm not going to lie. This is the most I'm actually, I'm a little disappointed, 92%. It's this, the most overrated is... candy in the history of candies. You said that about candy corn. Well, you yeah. taking this or candy corn? Ah, dude, let me check. It's been a while since I've had a Twizzler. I'm probably taking candy corn. I mean, there's nothing good about this. The fact that like people are making money off of selling this is my oh, point. It's just, it's been so old, man. And it's just. I don't know who the fuck eats them. I haven't seen anyone eat a Twizzler in years. I see people eating them. I know. I think Kylie's parents. There's people that like them. Typically older generation. I just don't know how in a world. You go to the candy store. There's no way I'm picking that. In a world where like Laffy Taffy, fruit roll up. I would rather have a fruit roll up than this. How did Laffy Taffy's not make this list? If we're going candy and not chocolate, how did Laffy Taffy's not make this list? Like, is this healthy? Is that why people eat it? Like, is it like a healthy treat? There's nothing better than Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy has to be the best Halloween candy. You get a joke with every fucking candy. That thing's... Man, Nerd Cluster's got a lot of sugar in them. Um, It's not even like it's healthy. Like, if this thing was like a healthy piece of candy, I'd be for it. But it's still got, it's loaded with sugar. Don't fucking health, candy healthy me. Don't healthy candy me. All I'm saying is I could understand that logic of somebody to be like, I want to be a little bit healthier. I'm going to get a Twizzler. But it's not. No. This thing has nothing going for it. It's There's it, no the, way. The that texture isn't even thing. good. Like, you chew it and it's it rubber. like, it's it rubber. like folds in your mouth. Like, it doesn't even like, it's not even gooey. It's like a weird, like plasticky texture to it. Yeah, well, it's as old as time. Licorice, man. 
I'm out. Don Portney, I'm sorry we just absolutely chopped down your candy, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm out. I'm out on it. There's, I don't think there's one redeeming quality of a Twizzler. Like at I'm least, right there with you, man. Like, I mean, no excitement at all. The only Zero thing that's excitement. good about Twizzlers, no fun, sir. What? The only thing that's good about Twizzlers, which I'm convinced is the only reason it's still around, is the branding. Like Twizzlers, it's just a good name, and it like swirls. It's a solid name. That's yeah. the only thing it has going for it. Is it's a marketing genius. Like if Laffy Taffy would have twirled it and called it Twizzlers, it'd be the best candy in the world. I fucking love a Laffy Taffy too. That's a good branding too. Laffy Taffy, give me that Laffy Taffy. You know, and in contrast, like take five. Like what an awful name for a, a candy. <laughs> yeah, nobody's calling anybody anybody Twizzlers. Reese's Take Five. This would be better if it had a better name. Like what the fuck is Take Five? Like you're taking a break to eat a piece of candy. Yeah, like, Kit Kat. Kit Kat actually stole that idea from them. What? Give me a break. Give mm-hmm. me a break. Break me, break me off, off a piece of that. Weak ass bar. Sorry. I think Kit Kat's good. All right, whatever. Shout out to Kit Kat. I didn't mean to just chop you down. I was having fun there. Yeah, that's my stance on Twizzler. Let's get to the stamp of the week, Trav. As is every week, it's time to hand out some stamps to the players that are taking their game to New Heights in week eight. New Heights stamp of the week is brought to you by State Farm. That's right. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. I'll jump it off, man. All right. Who you got, Trav? I like keeping it in the tight end world, baby. My guy, Trey McBride over in Arizona, man. Arizona Cardinals tight end, Trey McBride, 10 receptions, 95 yards, five yards short of a a hundred, man. He almost had a hundy and a tud. How about that? Man, that's that's always a good day on McBride's touchdown. Um, He's first stopped at the two-yard line, and then the whole Cardinals team. Helps him bulldoze his way into the end zone. That's what I call team effort. They must love that dude. This is McBride's first TD of the season and uh, the most receiving yards he's ever had in a game, or at least this season. I'll tell you what, man. He's over there with my guy Zach Ertz in the tight end room and uh, taking after him and uh, getting a good 10 yards, 95 yards, and a tutty. Congrats, Trey, on taking your game to new heights. The officials clearly screwed up. He should have been blowing dead on that one play. I mean, he was definitely going backwards and wrapped up, but whatever. Nope, nope. Um, Keep fighting. Keep turning them feet over, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Jason, who you got? um, I got – this was a tough one. I didn't know whether to go Jameer Gibbs uh, up in Detroit, who – shout out to Jameer Gibbs, uh, not only for having a great week, but also getting the Lions to draft you, which helped us acquire DeAndre Swift. Uh, big shout out for that. All right now, I like how you like how you put that in there, like that. All right now, but I think I'm gonna go with Will Levis, just because, man, for somebody that was big sad on draft day, and like it was a, it was like hard to watch as he kept falling the rounds. Yeah, this was an awesome first game. Goes out there and has a monster game, throwing for two thirty eight and four touchdowns, four tutties, including one just like, I mean that. Like across his body throw to the left uh, of the end zone was an amazing pass. I'm a big across your body thrower. And the Titans beat the Falcons 28 to 23, which snaps a two game losing streak for the Titans. Big shout out to them for trading us all their good players, too, uh, except for Will Levis. Um, outstanding debut. Um, and on a serious note, a guy that is uh, obviously, I think, very publicly had a bad draft day or a draft day that didn't go how he wanted it to. Uh, that's how you go out there and uh, respond, right? 
in your first game. Four tutties. Four touchdowns. Big win over the Atlanta Falcons. Snapping some losing streaks. Shout out to my man Will Levis, baby. Taking your game to new hats. Well, do you, we, I think we got to do it, man. Um, we yeah. got to give our candy stamp. All right. Since we've been trying to I'm review ready. these candies uh, throughout the episode, it's time now to give out the winners. Jason, who are you going with? I'm going to do it. I think I feel very confident in saying um, the New Heights stamp of Halloween candy goes to Reese's Pumpkins. That's right. Reese's Pumpkins. I know it was, uh, you know, nobody expected this to happen, uh, <laughs> but that's just perfect for Halloween. They're individually wrapped. They go right in the bag. They taste fantastic. It's got a little Halloween flavor to it with the pumpkin. All of these were good outside of candy corn and Twizzlers. But I think uh, I think Reese's Pumpkins, when you take in to like everything that has to do with this holiday candy, I'm going Reese's Pumpkin. Yeah. Well, all you need is a Diet Pepsi, Ed Kelsey. So <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nerd Clusters because it was definitely the best of the. Dude, bunch. they are good. And I'm it's gonna actual eat candy right now. It is great. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, as you, look as at this you cluster. Eat- it's got five clustered to one. That's this a good bite. Literally looks That's going to be a good like bite. an everlasting gobstopper. That's Go ahead and it. pull up an everlasting gobstopper. Snozberries are made of snozberries. That's so much sugar. Nerds are nothing but sugar. I found that out. Well, let's get to our last uh, last topic here. Let's do a trip. New Heights Costume Challenge. All right, 92 percenters. If you saw last week's bonus video, you know we challenged you guys to share your best Halloween costumes with the boys. That's uh, New Heights themed or just whatever fun shit you came up with we were uh, we were excited to see what you guys entered and you guys pretty much always deliver and uh sent us straight new heights theme stuff so we're we're ecstatic about that gotta love all of that gotta love the 92 percenters for always throwing oh, us in oh my gosh this first one by danny marie 0815 on threads adorable has her baby dressed up as jason in the mummer's outfit and that face just gave me happiness that looks homemade, man. Gosh, that's well done. That's a round of applause right there, Danny. Absolutely wonderful. Our next favorite is from Emma Lynn on TikTok. Wrote Halloween costumes go hard this year. But first, as always, new news. Okay. Oh, look at that. Look at your mustache. The facial hair as well. <laughs> that's an Andy Reid mustache right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty damn good with the new news audio in the background hats off to you guys for that one the beard and mustache were electric got a little baby in there and a nicer bag with one person miranda a peters on twitter shared this photo dressed as us doing our podcast there we go pretty spot on with uh, the headphones and the microphones and uh yeah the the mustaches the facial hair is always on point Officially, here's always on point. And they did a little arts and crafts with the uh, yeah. yeah. They did a little arts and crafts there with the uh, table. I like it. Love it. I, I like it a lot. Um, even got the season two logo in there. Let's see. This next one is a TikTok from at Jax Writes Songs. All right, Jax Writes Songs with the caption, uh, he needs to calm down. What is this clip? This Who's is that about? One, two, three. Oh my fucking gosh. Whoa! Oh, I did not expect that. Oh, my that. fucking goodness. <laughs> Dude, what? Dude. Oh, he <laughs> is a well-known athlete. 
Oh, that was great. That was so good. I love how they had the countdown. How did the picture All get right. on there? One, two, did he put... He... She put me on she, the map. How dare she you? She put me on the map right there in the video. <laughs> you should see it. Dude, that's fucking... That's, that's so amazing. good, man. <laughs> oh, that was so good. The comment, the commentary is... Ah, damn, that was golden. All right, that's <laughs> off. That was well done. You get a round of applause for that one. I, I enjoyed that. Um, this next one is from Tom... Eglidian, maybe on Twitter, and uh, who included Mama Kels in the Halloween action. That's right. We got uh, got the whole fam together. You got Look at that. Two sixty twos. Oh no, Mama Kels did the the, the half and half jersey. The double jersey. Well played. Half and yeah, half. got the eighty seven on the front, sixty two on the back. Yeah. Well done. And then the the boys are in in their football unis. Man, that's uh that takes me back right there. Right? Those helmets, man. Those helmets take me back. It's like Bernie Kosar days. In, uh, in quotes, the captions, we wore our Sunday best. And the last but not least TikTok here from uh, Bella McCartney. She captioned the video out right now and did an impression of both of us using a clip from the show right, where got, Jason Bella. blames Kylie it's a great for forgetting his jeans at the Kelsey premiere. Let's see this thing. I was going to have jeans on, but Kylie. Kylie what? Kylie was uh, running late. <laughs> Ice came straight from football. Kylie was going to bring the jeans. Kylie was late. Why didn't Jason bring jeans for Jason? Because I was at football. <laughs> and I needed the jeans. <laughs> Damn, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You're a fucking I was an all-timer. I think a Kylie's a big idiot. fan of that. Uh, see, uh, that little TikTok? That TikTok clip as well, for yeah, sure. No. How can you not be? <laughs> Well, thank you for sending all those in, 92 percenters. Uh, the winners has to be Jason's mummer, the baby in a mummer suit. I mean, the excitement and the laughter and the costume is, I mean, it's spot on. And shout out to everyone who, one, was noted on the video, but also, I mean, there were so many people that dressed up. That's like Travis so cool. and Taylor cool, and me <laughs> and Kylie and mom, like. It was probably the most. Um, it was a Kelsey. It was a Kelsey Halloween. Yeah, that was, was a major was a amount of Kelsey Halloween. outfits. It was a New Heights. It was a Kelsey. It was a. It was a pretty creepy watching that many people be us, but it was awesome. <laughs> and I uh, love and appreciate you guys for supporting this podcast. That wraps up the Halloween episode. Now, right now, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when new episodes are coming out. And also, make sure to tune into our special guest episode. You're not going to want to miss this one with Jordan Malata this Friday. I'm fucking pumped. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, and this episode has been presented by the all-new Experience Smart Money debit card. Hey yo! The debit card that builds credit without the debt. Go get you one, people. Follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show with one S. And thank you to our production for always making us look way better than we are. We're just a bunch of dummies that love talking to you, ninety-two percenters. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. See you next week, or see you on Friday. All right now. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Kai, you want to grab that? Well, I can't give you the whole bag. I'm still eating candy. Jason, I don't want you to give me the bag. Shit. Yeah, I mean, they probably want to autograph, which they're going to be disappointed. They must not know they're not They're not making the best use of their time. I'll give you the ones that I've already had. Give them some nerd clusters. These things are fucking fantastic. Jimmy, they're not individually wrapped, you jackass. Give me the Twix.
Guess Twix isn't going to get eaten on camera today. No, just get one. Just grab one out of it. Jesus Christ. Did she give you one? Yeah. Gosh, I love Kylie. I fucking love Kylie. She's the best sister any guy could ever ask for. I don't even think Twix is on the menu, actually. It didn't make the cut. I was just trying to be funny. 